Yeah, you saw that too? He had an interview where he was like, he doesn't see Nintendo or Sony as a competitor, but he does see Google and Apple as competitors. Yeah, what do you think about that? Makes sense, because um, Microsoft just like, in their, the, um, their entry in gaming is sort of like a side thing. It's not keeping their company running. It's just like side money. Their main priority is just like uh, computers and software. Yeah, they've been bending so far away from just Xbox. Everything's now cross-platform to Windows and PCs. Uh, they really are not prioritizing Xbox much anymore. Yeah. And they've been doing that since Xbox One kind of failed at launch. So it seems like uh, it seems like a logical idea when you have Windows. It seems like in the their company. gaming platform is still like it's like still successful, not as successful as the, their competitors, but like. It still sees some success. That's why I guess they're still doing it, right? Uh, so, because like it's it's making it's making money. It's making the money, but it's like side money. Yeah, I mean X- Xbox has always been this thing that is has never been like the crucial area that makes Microsoft money. Like remember they because they have Windows. It's not like PlayStation where when Sony was hemorrhaging money, it was the PlayStation brand that was saving it. Microsoft has always been the company that's. Uh, been fine with operating systems or cloud-based stuff, and so Xbox has always been a side thing. And when it makes money, that's good. But it's never like, oh, we need it. Um, this is a uh, this is the Surface Duo, by the way. I'm showing Mark a video. Um, the Surface Duo. You guys can look it up. It's a split-screen phone, practically. Uh, or no, is that? It's a DS. <laughs> it's basically a better. There we go. Yeah. It was Holy a, shit! A it's a DS. fucking DS. And so they made a DS tablet. Yeah, so that's what the Surface Duo is, and I believe it's practically a phone. Yeah, it is a phone. It's Holy just... crap, it is a DS! By the way, everyone got mad, but flip phones are back. Like, they are they are back in full force. I want one, though. Yeah, it looks good. I want one, but in Android form. <laughs> well, Samsung's making, Samsung is making one as well, Okay. so it's not just Microsoft. People should be more influenced by the DS's clam design. It seems like the they, are, safe. they are at this point. Because the Switch... Like, nothing happened to my Switch so far, but, like, that thing feels fragile to me. Especially it it with that looks sh- fragile. Especially with that crappy dock. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks fra- fragile, so, you know, it's... I never... It, the Switch, to me, never seemed like it was a trustworthy piece of hardware. Like, the... Even the Wii U, which, I mean, it has its problems, but if you drop it, you... you I don't know, up yeah. for, to a certain level. Well, like, mine's broke. My tablet broke before I had to get it fixed. Before, remember? That's right. And they never sold that thing separately, so once that tablet's broken, your whole console's fucked, even though the console itself is working fine. Yeah, that was a really dumb uh, move. I don't understand why you wouldn't separate that. You can't access the options menu right. without the tablet. It's dumb. So if you try to, if you want to switch the uh, HDMI resolution, you're fucked. Completely. Yeah, Um. this is the Galaxy Fold. It's basically an attempt. It's a first attempt, but this is the Samsung Galaxy Looks broken. <laughs> it does, and they had some errors when they were launching it, so they brought them all back. I think they're making a 2.0 version right now. They're working on it. But right now, flip phone technology is still 
kind of in its, not infancy, but it's in beta mode now. So it's been developed, but it's in beta mode, and it's working itself out. I think I have a friend that had one to betas years ago. Oh, you mean our, our phones? <laughs> our old, old flip phones? Those ancient, ancient things? Oh, yeah, they just turn into the betas by sitting in their book bag too long. <laughs> <laughs> I think, did I tell you this? I So uh, one of my smartphones that I had, um, it was like a Moto G something, like a Moto. It was very basic Motorola phone, not a flip phone, but an actual like smartphone. And the family went over to Ocean City. And um, like a genius, I walked into the ocean with my phone. <laughs> it was in my pocket. <laughs> and I, and it's, and it was, and it's gone. Yeah, I had to buy a new one right in that moment. Like right from the Ocean got a City deal. One. At that point, waterproof ones were like thousands of dollars. You waterproof know, like, screen protector. I don't fucking know. Oh, those waterproof screen. I could have. That exists? I just made that up. I thought I it know, does. No, there are waterproof screen okay. protectors. Well, not screen protectors, but, you know, the cases that are, like, okay. big as hell. But anyway, Mark, how are you doing? Um, okay. Um, yeah. Bad Boys, the Bad Boys franchise um, was a waste of my life. To you, sir. To you. <laughs> Now, it's a waste of everyone's you life. You explain what you did, because it is very different to what I did. Okay, I never grew up with these movies, and I never seen them when I was a kid. So, um, any of them. So this year, like uh, when January started, I'd just been hearing a lot of buzz, constant buzz about Bad Boys Three. Everyone at work is talking about it. Um, it's it seems to be mentioned, like by, by like reviewers about like January movies yep um and it's like it's just like a making a lot f- killing at the box off and the time people are going to go see it um it's I think it's still number one it's making a lot of money I don't know if it's number one but it's been it was. it's back to back to back to back yeah. success um so I was like okay let me give this a try and then you mentioned you was gonna go see it yep and you was gonna talk about it so it's like okay well let me because like uh let me let me delve into this. This is a third one of the series, and most likely, like, the last one of the franchise. So, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. But, like, that's what, from what it sounds like, that's what he, for life. The title is stupid. It's a third, it's a third one making it a trilogy, and the title is Is For For Life. Life. That was the dumbest set of, that's title. So, I, so I assume, like, okay, this is kind of like a legacy movie, so I won't get the full effect, especially if somebody dies, I won't get the full effect unless I know this franchise. So it's like, right? So it's like, uh, okay, let me watch like the all these movies, which is just two. That's it. It's so, just two movies. So like, I I I meant to do it earlier in the week, but then I lost time. I was like, okay, I already reserved a seat for um for Wednesday. So and it was and it was Tuesday. I'm like, okay, Tuesday when I get home from work, I'm gonna watch both movies. And I did. I as soon as I got home. I watched a couple YouTube videos, and then I w- started watching the first movie. I was like, eh. So then I started watching the second movie, got 30 minutes in, I fell fuck asleep. And I was like, f- and I woke up at like, uh, 1 a- like 1 a.m., and I was like, fuck! Okay, I'm gonna have to finish this, like, no, fuck, I'm finish this right oh, now. God. So <laughs> I finished it, oh, no. and then like, after I went off, I had to go to work because my alarm rings for like 4 4, 4 a.m. in the morning because they got a clock and work at 6. the whole fucking movie instead it, of sleep. Yes. Bad Boys uh, 2 is the most worthless movie 
in the Cause I was seeing, cause I was like, "Fuck it, the weather doesn't look so good this week," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm I want to get this whole franchise out of the way this week, in two in the span of two days." So I finished this. I finished the second one. As soon as that went off, I went right to work. I'm like, I was sitting there with my book bag and my shoes on. And I was like, "All right, it was over." And then I, I went to the bus and went to work. And then after work, I went to see Bad Boys Three. Okay, so. Alright, so we can talk about boys. so, so before we, we talk about bad right. boys for life. My bad. Are we gonna talk about them in a row? We, oh no, I thought we were just gonna go straight to bad boys for life once I did this summary of my thoughts on bad boys uh, one. It's not much. We can just talk about a quick retrospective. Well, right. Let me just so <laughs> we don't have much to say. True. Right. So right. bad boys one. Uh, I saw it once when I was like really small, but I don't recall it. I saw and it two days saw, ago. And then exactly. <laughs> And then I saw it again as a teenager, and then I rewatched it on Netflix like a last year. Um, Bad Boys Two I watched alongside it last year, and I realized how terrible of a movie it is because you don't watch the original Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two back to back because it shows you, at least to me, that Bad Boys One actually had some cool ideas in it, even though it is a pretty generic, like it has a generic villain. But it's Martin Lawrence and Will Smith that really sell this movie. But then the sequel just kind of milks it and overdoes it in the Michael Bay sequel formula. Yeah, the thing is, I'll give like um, like Michael Bay like a like I don't he's a decent director with certain movies. Yeah. But a thing about him is like the original movies usually. Yeah, the thing about it is like um, he he uh, for the most part, or at least for some part, I don't, I don't have much experience with stuff. But like <laughs> for what it seems. He has like he he knows he knows how to give the audience what they want at that current time. Yes, and like it's it's like a it's what not whether if it holds up or not he does it anyway. Yeah, in most cases it doesn't. It. So, yeah. I. So what? Give me an example. Hmm. Transformers Four. Oh, I mean, I don't. I guess the audience. I, that's the only. That's still the only one I see. So you, you meant like he gives them what they want as in a sequel. Is that get, what you meant? I guess he gives them what they want, like explosions, oh. uh, ass shots. Uh, oh, that. Um, yeah. Fucking. <laughs> I think he, I think Michael Bay is the most Americana act like director out of almost any director outside of like Spielberg because like Michael Bay's movies, whether it's Transformers or Bad Boys or I'm thinking of other ones. I think he, did he make the Purge? I don't think he did. I think um, he made the first Purge. If he did, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, give me like. I don't think he did purge, but with like, go ahead and search that. See what he, what, what you find there. Go ahead. Uh, purge, 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 purge. I can tell you what you're saying. <coughs> I just want to see. Uh, I couldn't have been Michael Bay, right? Yeah, it was produced by him. Damn. Yeah, yeah. He put his name on it, but he didn't direct. Okay. Um, but with those movies, it's always like hot girls. You know, the American flag, some, you know, strong-willed person. Racism. It's like some... <laughs> I, I wouldn't even... I would say... Uh, here's the thing, right? Like, Transformers 2 got hit with a lot of, like, oh, this is racist. But it was like, these robots are... Blo it's kind of like the Fast and Furious thing with Tyrese, where he, he's just a one-note... He just, They just have him do one-note things, yell in a way in which is black. And that's your role. And I think Michael, like Bay, just, like Michael Bay just does that. It's like an episode of Simpsons where Bart gets famous, and like you've probably seen a meme around it before, but like 
uh, all the class, like, it, he got famous for his catchphrase on the Krusty show, saying, I didn't do it. And, like, one, it was, like, one time, it was, like, one time when he was in class, and everyone was, like, just quiet looking at him, and he was, like, he was, like, looking at him, he was, like, was, like say the line part! I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. That's Michael. Those were Michael Bay movies from like. See the line, Michael. That's like Michael Bay movies from '95 up until like 2015. Thankfully, Transformers just seems to be done. Like the whole Transformers hype is gone. That's gone. Wait, are those movies still being made? I, I mean, Bumblebee was the last one, and that's been. It's been a couple. Years. You remember how it used to be Transformers? Transformers. To... Transformers. It's weird. Is it like a reboot? It's like it's something. They're they're gonna keep going with Transformers. Paramount needs money, so they're gonna go back to a franchise that makes money. But Michael Bay, no, the thing is, Michael Bay isn't attached to it anymore. There've been rumors that there's like rebooting for years, but they keep making more of them. Well, yeah, they just keep working on that extended storyline. To me, the one through three is fine. Transformers one through three to me is like one of my favorite trilogies of all time, just because I like the characters. I like Shia LaBeouf in the role. I like the Optimus Prime. I like the Autobots. And I like the animation style. After 4, it starts looking weird and too technical. It sounds like a lot of what DC's doing so far. It's like, we want to keep our own continuity, but at the same time, we want to reboot it. Are you... What do you think of Birds of Prey? Before we... Because it hasn't come out yet. Uh, I have a subscription, so I'm going to go see it this week. Yeah. Um... You get to tell us about that. I don't uh, even think I'm gonna. I, even if I go to like a value movie theater, I'm not gonna see that movie. Uh, I only seen the one trailer. It doesn't look that interesting at all. Yeah, it, it looks like generic action movie. Yeah, looks looks like the sequel to Suicide Squad, kinda. It doesn't even down look to like earth. I guess like version of Suicide it, Squad. I'm not. I'm not using the down to earth term as a positive thing, but it looks more like a down to earth Suicide Squad. In terms that, of, there's less supernatural shit going on. Right. They didn't turn up the the ridiculousness to 11. It's down to, like, 2 now. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, like, a lower-budget film from what it looks like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, like, I usually go see every um, big blockbuster, so... Because I have the AMC subscription. Yeah. Also, mostly because I'm also curious. I wouldn't... I would, I'm not just going to go see every movie. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't want to waste too much time on useless crap. Um, but back to Michael Bay. Not Michael Bay. Back to Men in Black. No, back to Bad Boys. Ugh. I'm, like, tossing it around here. Uh, but, bad Boy, but... Yeah. But, um, so you said Bad Boys 1, just to quickly talk about our thoughts on the franchise. Bad Boys 1, you thought was okay. Uh, no, I just, I didn't, I didn't like it. You didn't like it at all? Um, I, I just, just thought it wasn't a really good movie. I wouldn't say it's the worst thing ever. I wouldn't say it's terrible, but like, um, I didn't like it. That's it. That's, that's it. I, that's your right. <laughs> that's, yeah. All right. Uh, see, when you were saying you wanted to go like do a quick review, I thought you know like get some more points. Than, well, you uh, said yeah. I said quick. That's that's pretty damn quick. Yeah. What were you expecting? Was I was expecting like. Uh, you no, know, when I said words. review, I wouldn't put quick in front of it. <laughs> But fine, I'll go more in depth. I, like, this we don't, is, we don't have to do this for Bad Boys too, by the way. We both. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, we, but just, um, but like, I think it's like I said on over the phone. It's like I think it's a movie that's kind of I can see for its time. It's kind of a crossover movie. You get like two uh two protagonists from a sitcom, um, and make them from black sitcoms. Make them like a buddy cop feature out of them. That's a cool idea, and you just sort of have them. 
I guess, like, make dialogue that sounds like something that will come out of their mouths. And just, like, have a lot of explosions and shit. Um, but, like, I, I thought I, the script writing was really corny. Um, some of the characters I didn't like, like the vegan witness lady. Um, the I thought some of the gags went on for too long. Like, or plot things. Like, something that went on for too long was the uh, name swapping. Yeah, yeah. Um, that plot point went on for two. Like, uh, it it seems like the like uh, the characters it, could have sort of just worked with it. I I feel like much like the way in which so I feel like it did go on too long, but I feel like it approached the way in which two people who don't know necessarily what's going on would actually present it. So. Mike Lowry doesn't know that Martin Lawrence's character is playing Mike Lowry until Oh, it's like it's Mike Lowry. It, it is Mike. La- it is Mike Lowry. Yeah, I I, th- I thought it was like Mike Larry, and it's like he just like saying it weird. <laughs> He's just yeah, Martin Lawrence. He, he just, just kept because he kept didn't, digging it. In. He kept Mike Lowry. He kept pronouncing it like, okay, I get it, I get yeah. it. You saying it funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... I think, honestly, I think this movie is an American treasure. The original, to me, is really good. Um, I guess personally, you can see why people are like, this is not my type of humor. Understandable. It's kind of um, lowbrow to me. It's like Independence. Uh, like, I, I, I see this This would be Independence Wolf Smith, but he, if he wanted to kill people. Oh, my he God. He was more of a psychopath. This is, like, this is Bad Boys Will Smith. So you think Will Smith in the Bad Boys universe is just a psychopath that likes to kill people? Because no, no, I feel like he's like not, not like the kill people. I, well, he's definitely sociopath. I, I feel know. like he just has a drive to take down bad guys. I think that's his drive is to take down the bad guys. Like again, like again, you think this movie's like, eh, it's okay. That chase scene where he's like running through, you know, he's running through like a hairdresser shop. He's running through to catch the car, which it doesn't make sense necessarily, yeah. but it was cool. All right. I'm not also like, not a fan of the way, like the way this, like the Michael Bay. It, it was, it is Michael it, Bay. It, it's, it it's very, like the yes. cuts are too rapid. Yes. And it's like, it's, it's not, uh, I lose, I lose track of where, like the location of the action is taking place. Oh, you will guaranteed. And that when bad boys one, oh, it's, it's bad. It, it's worse than the second one. Where we well, I think the second one's way worse. Yeah, um... The second one just has endless stupidity. Like, the jokes roll on... Well, if you think the jokes roll on in Bad Boys 1... There's Bad a Boys few 2, good moments in that... Mo- in Bad Boy. We're not on Bad Boys 2 now. Wait, wait, wait. Before uh, we leave Bad Boys 2, I just want to say... The introduction of... Like, oh, wait, before look, we look, leave Bad Boy 1, do you mean? Bad, yeah, before we leave Bad Boy 1. Um, the villain is very one-note. But I think it's... Okay, like... To me, Rush Hour, the Rush Hour trilogy is still a, the better trilogy. Yes. But. agree Because, like, all three of those movies are really good. But, like, nothing, like, there's not much to me that beats out the opening scene of seeing Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and they're talking and they're in the Porsche and he drops the fucking sandwich in the in his fucking Porsche. Oh, yeah, there's, a, there's, some, there's still interesting dialogue between yeah. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. But, like, um... I mean, unfortunately, I mean, for me, it's like a, no, well, no, no, here's, yeah, it would carry the movie, but they're separated a lot. That's, yeah, that's, to right. I mean, they are. Yeah, I was was going to, I was going to say, unfortunately, it doesn't carry the movie, but I caught myself, like, no, no, it would. 
That's the thing, it would. It's just like the movie likes to separate them. Not necessarily. It separated them for maybe, what, 30% of it? Because, of course, they had Say to 40? because, because you know, they're together and then he needs to break off. Uh, for, well, yeah, actually, there are a number of occasions where they break off, but I think it works. One of them is when the mom, when uh, Martin Lawrence's wife, where I keep, remember, I keep forgetting uh, the character's name, uh, Martin Lawrence, Martin Lawrence, uh, Marcus, which is kind of like, it's got too close, but Marcus, Marcus's wife and Will Smith's character, Mike, are sharing, like, because Mike Lowry has to be played by Martin Lawrence, Will Smith is taking the role of where, of, um, okay. of well, Martin Lawrence, where he's at, he's at, Mark, my, uh, he's at Martin Lawrence's house with his family, and so there's a moment where, like, Martin Lawrence is on the phone trying to talk to his wife, and he hears, like, some stuff in the background where it sounds like they're doing stuff, but it's not, and it's and it plays for laugh. It's very, it's very funny because they're yeah. separate, but the comedy still works because he just doesn't realize what's actually going on. I get, um, actually, also, there, there are times where they are together, but it's times where the action has to happen. Right. So, you know, they can't really talk to each other that much. Yeah, and I think, you know, the I think the action scenes are cool in Bad Boys 1. I also think um, you have the introduction of the captain. And I think if you don't like the first movie and you For don't me, like the, the, only the, action, the entire the thing... The only good action scene I, I, I enjoyed in that movie was the uh, one where Will and I had to fight in the bathroom and he broke the fish tank in the club. Oh, okay. Um, that was the one that I can... That was cohesive to me. Yeah, that's understandable because, I mean, it's just rapid pace fighting. Um, I don't think it's... Again, I don't think it's terrible. I think if we're, if we're comparing this to Mission Impossible um, Fallout, like, one of them does very great combat scenes. <laughs> like, five-star... You haven't seen Fallout yet? You had AMCs. No, I didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. I had movie pass, motherfucker, and that's when it shut down. I was trying to see Team Titans go, and it wouldn't let me. <laughs> that's a that's depressing. Um, but yeah, the fight. So the fight scenes were aren't aren't amazing, but I still give the first movie credit because it's it's solid for what it is, which is you get to see Martin Lawrence and Will Smith for an hour being Miami PD. And being the best Miami PD agents on the force. And they're doing their own thing. And that's very cool. And I think that what this movie introduces is reinforced by the third movie. I think if you don't pay attention to the third movie, you I mean, the first movie, it's not going to carry over to the third movie. So with that being said, do you really want to talk about number two or can we move on to three? No, we're talking, number two ain't getting away with murder. Uh, well, for you, it's not. For me, it was just like, all right, I'm putting this on the background. I'm going to watch some regular show or something. Play <laughs> some PS2. I don't know. I'll put this on the background. Oh, you were, it was in the background for you? It was in the background. For oh, me. you didn't actually give it your full attention. No, I mean, like, I remember the long-ass chase scene that was so unnecessary with the Ferrari. Dude, fuck me, man. Like, I get, there was a few good moments of Will Smith and Will Arnett bouncing off each other, but it didn't carry the movie at all. It didn't help, it didn't help the movie at all. Um... Like this is this is the longest movie too, and like why is why is it two hours and thirty minutes? Jesus Christ! I think they, not well, well, this is the difference, right? Um, there was always like a big gap between these movies, 
there's an eight-year gap between Bad Boys 1 and 2. I think they kind of lost their footing as to what to do with this movie. And there are some funny moments, like when the kid wants to go on a date with Martin Lawrence's daughter. That's a very funny moment. Yeah. And how they play it is very well. But we don't get a lot of moments like that because the rest of the movie is kind of a mess. I, yeah, I, I don't even want to rewatch it ever again. Like, it's it's not... And I love the Bad Boys, like, series, like, at least one and three so far. But I don't want to go through the middle at all, like, ever. I think you could just watch one and watch three without watching two, and you'd be completely fine. Yeah. You would get you wouldn't get that reference of the kid, but you don't necessarily need that reference of the kid. Yeah, like, uh, like I was told, like, I should listen. I probably didn't need to watch any of them. Just, like, I just, like... Went to three. Yeah. Um, so we can move to three now, right? Okay, yeah. Thank God. Okay. So. Um, but, oh, oh, yeah. Um, I re- for, for you and the audience people, I recommend watching the Honest trailers on... They did they did a video of both Bad Boys 1 and 2. Um, not separate. It's in the same video. They, um, they point out all the, my problems I have with those movies. So you just are with them? Yes. Okay. Um... So, Bad Boys 3 or Bad Boys for Life, which... I, I saw, like, they didn't influence my opinion. I just, like, saw No, no, you after. just saw it after, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. No, I wasn't, like, looking like, oh, like, that sucks. I'm saying, like, because I, I watched this dude named uh, Mowler. You've probably seen his... He, do, he did that long Star Wars analysis on okay. episode 8. And once I heard his long Star Wars analysis, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I've been feeling this whole time. He makes a lot of sense. Same thing with Rags, where, you know, we just talked about The Last Jedi, and that brought a whole bit of divisiveness. But back to uh, Bad Boys for Life. We'll be back after these messages. And now, back to our show. Disclaimer, every time Mark Warren says Will Arnett, he actually means Martin Lawrence. He's only saying Will Arnett only because he's been watching BoJack Horseman. It had a, but I love the cliffhanger. So we're going to, by the way, this is a, so this is a spoiler. It's not necessarily one, but uh, this is a spoiler warning. We are going to be going through spoilers since we're going to just, I just want to jump to the ending here. Like the ending is, of course, Will Smith is talking to his son. He's like, you know, if you want to, if you want to get out of this early, get work with us. Yeah. Which means, and I'm very excited about this, like, potentially a Will Smith and whoever this other actor is led movie with Martin Lawrence. I don't know how that's going to play, though, because he's not a comedic person. So it could just some, be... Some people, like, uh, like theorize the, like, likely scenario where it's just probably going to be a spinoff movie about Ammo and... Uh, about- Ammo? Ammo? The Ammo Squad? And he's going to be in the Suns is going to be in it as a cop. Oh, I hope not. I think, look, those guys were were cool as side characters. Yeah, I agree. But that would be a movie that would bomb if it was main. Like, they made a spinoff TV show of Bad Boys with the two female characters from Bad Boys 2. What? And it failed. People don't want to watch show it. Show me a... Uh, not a clip. I'm, I'm not showing a fucking clip. I'm showing the fucking... I'm curious. It's not even called Bad Boys. It's just called... Good um, Girls? <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That sounds like porn. Um, <laughs> bad thoughts. Bad thoughts, bad thoughts. No, LA's finest. Uh. Yeah, and by the way, remember, it's set in Miami. 
Bad Boys trilogy, all three of them, set in Miami, and you're calling it LA's Finest. What? It released in 2019. Oh, people... 2019? Yes, it came out in 2019. And it was... So what, Bad Boys 3 was in production around this time? Yes. Actually, no, it was created in... Let's see here, okay. So the series premiered on May 13th, 2019, LA Finest. Yeah. And see, they use the font of Bad Boys, but they don't fucking... It doesn't give you any reason to want to watch it. Well, you can't tell. Bad Boys is just a generic font with a line between the logo. <laughs> or with a line on top and It's the, the stencil logo. font, basically. It's close enough to the stencil font. That's about it. Um, yeah. How would anyone know this is part of, a fr- a part of the franchise? Yeah, like, that thing bounced around, though, because it was like, NBC ordered the pilot, then NBC didn't want it, and then the boss said they wanted it, and then the same time Sony Pictures wanted it, and that, like, so it didn't come out until 2019, but it started production in 2017. But anyway, again, um... Maybe it leads into Bad Boys 3. I I hope not, I'm not watching that shit. Um, not that it mattered at all, but, like, um, I don't know, it... Something about maybe, you know, what's weird is Martin Lawrence sounds like, it sounds like if they were going to make a sequel, Martin Lawrence would be involved because at the end of the movie, he says bad boys for life. And they say that. So it means that they're both on the force because he doesn't want to retire anymore. The trailer makes it look like that. He's like one last time. one Well, last because, keep well, that's because you remember that if you remember the storyline, you know, if you want to watch story, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, they're still doing their thing. They're still as they were back in 2003, practically. They're the same characters, essentially, and then Will Smith gets shot, execution style, and he nearly dies. He apparently dies three times, but he gets back out of it um, in coma form, and then he wakes up, and Martin Lawrence says he retired because he saw that Will Smith had practically almost died, and he's like, I'm not doing this. But Will Smith wants to find out who did it, and Martin Lawrence is like pretty much dragged into the fact that we'll I know at the end they stay caught, but I assumed it was like a uh, a reset the status quo type of ending to keep the I to keep the um it's like a lot of, a lot of franchises ended that way where it's like a it's not a true ending it's it's a it's a reset the status quo ending where it's like things things are tied up but at the same time it's like if. If any, if like, if our company wants to use this IP again, it can be right. It's not. It's not over. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what did you think of the movie as a whole? It, it was. It was pretty good. It was a. It was a. It was a fun action movie. It's. Uh, it's the best movie in the franchise, and then the series. Oh crap. It's the best movie. <laughs> I'm facing away from the mic. It's the best movie. To the mic, please. <laughs> please speak into the mic. My name is Mike. Come on, let's roll a karaoke. But, um, <laughs> that's a Warrior War song. But anyway, like, I think it's like the best, the the best movie in the franchise, and like for me personally, the only good movie in the franchise. Jesus. So um, yeah. Shots fired. Um, yeah, that it was it was a fun time. It actually made me laugh. It actually made me cared um, for the characters, and like, uh, um, yeah. And the action was good. Yeah. I can I can tell what was going on, and it looked pretty fucking cool. Right. Yeah. Um, I said this in my review that I'm ty- I typed out. I just finished it. Um, 
I think this movie did a better job of character progression because, again, this is a 17-year distance between its predecessor. This did a better job than Jurassic World or yes. Star Wars or Ghostbusters did at all. Like, just in general with handling their property and coming back to these characters again. Because, the, again, the way Will Smith's character acts is the same way that his character would I mean, do you mean Raising act. Star Wars? Or Star Wars as a whole? Jesus like, ep- like jumping into Episode 7. Okay, Raising Star six Wars. to 7. Yeah, that's okay, what I Okay, mean. there I mean, we go. Yeah. Okay, um, not all of Star Wars. Not, no, not all of Star Wars, but just the fact that, you know, you have, like, a, essentially a 20-year distance. And... There you go, I had to What fix do you want to do with these characters? You could, you, like, you could go down the rabbit hole and say, well... One of these characters is very depressed, and the other is also very depressed, and they're down on their luck, and they don't, and both of them don't want to join the force, and they're drunk alcoholics. Like, that's a depressing movie no one wants to fucking see about bad boys. Yeah. But instead, like how they handle Luke Skywalker in the fucking trilogy, like, instead, though... The new trilogy... Yes, the neutral. I think exactly. everyone knows what I'm talking about. Are right? you sure? Yes. Because you said Star Wars. Because, and you were the, because in the original trilogy, the Luke Skywalker was handled pretty damn well. Yes. So the it, only time it was handled shittily was... Some people might think you mean all of Star Wars. He wasn't in all of Star Wars. <laughs> no, when you said when you just likely said Star Wars. All right. I will say the Star Wars from now on. <laughs> Which one? Just, just say the recent Star Wars. The recent Star Wars. <laughs> Those Star Wars. That's what I'm gonna. Disney Star Wars. Disney. Wars. Disney Star Wars. There we go. But um, <laughs> it did a better. I think it did a really good job. I think the villain tie-in is fucking fantastic. Like this is what makes the movie so good. The villain tie-in to the main character is fantastic. The fact that the other antagonist, like the main villain was a love interest of Will Smith. Then yes. you have the tie-in that the villain that's just killing people execution style is his fucking son, which makes sense. What is he? Which movie was he from? The second one? He wasn't. Oh. Because what we learn is Will Smith's character was, at, because he's always been a sharp police force person, but he was undercover in Mexico City for with a drug cartel, he fell in love with uh, the. I forgot the reasoning. I think one review called it a retcon, but it doesn't matter. It's not a, but it's not a retcon because it happened before Bad Boys One, and of course it wouldn't matter because he acts throughout the whole trilogy as if he didn't know it happened. Well, that which the, is accurate. The, the, that and the main reason doesn't matter because it's comedy and doesn't take itself too seriously. I think what's crazy is I think it takes itself seriously enough. I think it does take itself serious because. When you're killing main characters execution style, I think it's taking itself pretty damn serious. Like there are moments where it's played for last, but like when you see the captain get shot in the head, like they're they're walking back and he's like worried about Will Smith's character and they're like walking back like, Oh, I've got some I've got some barbecue going the you know, with my family and he's going to the car and Will Smith's right next to me just gets shot, like fuck. I think he's well going, the like, overall tone, I don't think I like it. It... I think it. it does, I feel it doesn't take itself seriously, but it does have a very good serious moments. I I can see where you're coming from. Because yeah. like the movie it still, like, it feels like the it, movie still makes fun of itself. Well, yes, I feel like it. It's split between either trying to play serious or not, because there are moments where it's like in both. It's like in both. It's trying to be in, in the door, out the door, in the door, out the door. How serious are we? How not serious are we? What's the situation? Does it need this heavy moment? And, um... Because a good you know, comparison is, like, a couple of Marvel movies do that, where it's like, um... 
we're gonna make we're gonna make fun of ourselves constantly, but at the same time, uh, this is a real serious moment. Right. Even you could talk about the entire saga, MCU saga as a whole. There are serious movies, and then there are comedic movies. Ant Man versus the Winter Soldier. Look at those two fuckers. Goddamn different movies completely. You know. Um, and then you have like uh, Far From Home. Perfect example of what you're talking about, where you have this really serious moment in a movie that's kind of funny in moments, but then is serious in others, and then it just gets really, really dark towards. Well, it's kind of a comment because it recognizes what it is. It's like it doesn't. It, it it's like this isn't like um like a big Star Warsy event. It's just a f- stupid fucking comedy, and the movie kind of recognizes that. With um, because like I think it yeah. I think it takes itself as serious as it as the audience needed it to be. At least as serious as I needed it to be. As an audience member, seeing these characters for the first time, returning to the screen for the first time in over a decade, and seeing that Martin Lawrence is fat, it makes sense, because he's just sort of lax on it now. Uh, Will Smith's character is still Will Smith's character from the last two movies. Makes sense. He's still trying to be suave. He's still trying to be this dude that, as if he's 20. He's not 20, but he's still trying to play it off like he can still do all this stuff. He has this energy about him. He's still going. Hell, one of the the moment where he gets shot execution style is when he's like trying to like have fun with Martin Lawrence and like, oh, we can, all right, let's beat you in a sprint. And he runs and he just gets shot. And it's like, that moment fucking got me, man. Like, it didn't, like, get me, like, emotionally, but it was like, fuck, like, oh, this movie's going for it. Like, out the gate, you're shooting Will Smith, you know. And, by the way, another thing about this movie, probably has one of Sony's best marketing teams, because they didn't reveal shit, and I am very glad about that. Oh, yeah. Like, they didn't reveal that Will Smith gets shot, they don't reveal anything about him. True! They don't reveal that... The, the villain is his, like, significant, like, other. Then it comes to the end of the movie, right. so that's easy That's well, easy to take. Not that's, necess- that's easy to, like... Uh, well, how many movies has Sony re- revealed, like, a line where it's like, I used to know her? Like, just, you know, just for, like, some unnecessary reason, but they'll still drop it in. Like, this Sony. It's like, traditional Sony is, or we're just gonna spill all the so you can, There's still a lot you can take from the movie for trailer bait than, than that. But like it, that is true. The, but like, like you did have a good point. It is surprising that like they didn't take the they didn't take Will Smith getting shot in the trailer. Yeah, I I really respect that. By the way, I didn't know if he you know it's like he's probably gonna be alive. But in the moment, because the trail all the trailers don't have any moments after the shot. Like so you don't you don't they know, do but they, but it's fit in a way where you can't tell necessarily that um, it's after. no the thing was like I was like okay if Will Smith dies what Deus Ex Machina like my in my brain while I was watching I was like if Will Smith dies what Deus Ex Machina are going to use to bring him back to life because uh, like or like yeah like he's he's going to be alive he's not dead because I know that scene. Uh, uh, one more time, one more time is in the trailer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, that's see, there you point. go. I remember because that was a significant <laughs> part in the trailer. Yeah, and then there was another part when there was like the Aramo was singing her theme song. They're like, no, no, you're doing it wrong. Right. And not only Will Arnett is also Will, is with him. Will Smith. Will Arnett, uh, Will Arnett, what's it? Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. I've been saying Will Arnett. <laughs> Fuck. This whole time, you just why haven't corrected me? I'm not editing that out. I'm just gonna let this. Roll the <laughs> I think Will Arnett is from like he's the he's voice Batman. of Batman. 
He's the voice he's of Batman. Bro. He's the voice of Bojack? <laughs> yes. Oh he's, my god. Ah, he's, fuck. Like, he's like oh Batman. I finished Bojack this this week too. So you just was. kept seeing Will Arnett in your head over and over. Will. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, uh, that oh. season left a print on me. Oh but my like, god! But um, well, uh, Martin Lawrence. Oh my god! Okay, every time I've been saying Will Arnett, I meant Martin Lawrence. Brian hasn't corrected me. This no, is all his fault. Sorry, I was listening, but I didn't check. I'm serious. I was just like, oh, okay. Like, did I hear that? Maybe I'm going crazy. Like, <laughs> then you said it again, and I was like, oh, there's no fucking way. This dude is Jesus Christ. God I, damn it! You've been saying this the whole, the whole podcast is fucked. It's not fucked. <laughs> this is the last episode. This is the last minute. I'm just going to put that interstitial <laughs> into the, the beginning of the conversation where it's like, where you say that every time you say Will Arnett, you're saying, talking about Martin Lawrence. Oh, I'm yeah. just going to say that. I'm going to cut this, put it in the front of the Bad Boys conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. But, but, but um... Uh, but you were, but yeah, the market, but the marketing was very good. Yeah, because um, uh, Martin Lawrence is, you can see him in the, uh, in the, with with the squad in the, uh, in the trailer, right. and it's like throughout the entire beginning of the movie, Martin Lawrence is like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to be in the squad anymore. Exactly. So it's like, okay, that I know that part's gonna come later. So I know Will Smith is not dead. I'm just curious what Deus Ex Machina they're gonna use to bring him back to life if he is. And dead. what's good is I don't think they did a really a Deus Ex Machina. Oh, they didn't. It was just like, oh, he just like, he's I do like the fake out, though. Dude, that was fantastic. That was funny. Fuck me, man. Everyone's a cr- like, everyone's like in clothes that seem like they're for a funeral, and then Martin Lawrence is crying, and it's just like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> they did not. This shit did not. And, you know, it cuts to the marriage. Which, you know, it's like fucking good. Yeah, um, they. <laughs> Yeah. Again, I wasn't. I was convinced he was dead. I was like, "How are they gonna bring him back to life? Yeah. This is gonna be weird." But like, yeah, that I think was, that was funny. His death draw, or his almost death, draws a through line through the rest of the plot, which is very good because number one, Will Smith's character wants to constantly get back in it. Like this drives him mad. Like, who the fuck just did this? By the way, simultaneously, motherfuckers are dying. So he's like, motherfuckers have killed my fr- like my teammates from way back when. And then at the same time... Well, I yeah, this movie actually gave Marcus. me a death I cared about. Um, and, like, it was, like, the captain. Yeah. And it's, like, it's also what, what was also, like, the like the most dickish part is, like, they kill him when you when you learn he has a daughter. That, well, I, I expected that he had a granddaughter and a daughter and all that. Yeah, when you, wait, like, when you... But it's, like, such a time where... When he's just, coming from, like, it's, like, um, it... It's not the fact that it's mentioned, it's the fact that he's just, he's just walking from her game. Yeah. And, like, and it's like, shit, damn it, and he, like, you see that, you see that he has family, and you see he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, around his family. Right. And he's, like, he's about to invite Will Smith over with his family, and he's, like, he just gets killed. Yeah. And it's like, damn, that, now that definitely hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Him dying... Really fucking hurt. And then there was, um, I was, there were moments in the movie where I was, like, constantly looking around in the background while Martin Lawrence was talking. Like, are you next? Because, like, there were more, just like, is he going to die before the end of this movie? Because they've been, like, bringing, bringing everyone down execution style so quick that I wouldn't be surprised, if you know what I mean. Like, so, um... Jesus uh, Christ. That's my ringtone. That's a super Fucking Christ. <laughs> Shit surprised the hell out of me. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a Super Monkey Ball uh, text sound effect. Yeah, I, um, let's see. But yeah, is that it for Bad Boys? Mm. No, um, one thing I did want to mention, um, there, by the way, there's a couple cameos in this. There's DJ Khaled, I don't know if you caught that. Yes, that that's was... not a cameo, that's a full-out role. It's a, there we go, it's a role, thank you. I was trying to think, is it a cameo or a role? That's more of a role because he's not DJ Khaled at all. And it was fun. Like, it's just... I, I liked him in this movie. <laughs> he was funny. And then there was just that quick Michael Bay pop in. And so he got to... He, oh, he was a cameo? He was like, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Lowry. Like, he introduced Mike uh, Lowry when he was speaking at the wedding. Okay. Um, and it was just like five seconds... <laughs> and then he the explodes. <laughs> he explodes execution style. Um, but... That was cool. <laughs> they should just, they should just make him the villain of the next. Just just get meta. Michael Bay is the the, the dude. Just like, if he was a bad, that would be that would be very interesting. If he was a villain, yes, and he just like make a lot of explosions. That that should happen in some movie. Fast and Furious. It would fit because it's yes. been stupid. By the way, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. Mexico City as a destination made sense. Like, you know, usually when you go to a, a destination, it's usually, like, to bring in an audience. Like, Fast and Furious goes to, like, China, or Transformers goes to China to get box office money, or Japan to get box office money. Mexico City, it's like, it makes sense for the story. Like, it yeah. fits as a whole for the story. By, not, by the way, what other, like, explosive um, action franchise that Universal own? Because Fast and Furious is so crazy, at this point it should just have a crossover or something. Well, everyone was saying G.I. Joe, but then... That's, but that's, but that's uh, Paramount. That's Paramount, yeah. yeah. They, own has, they have the Hasbro stuff. Hasbro, yeah. So I don't think they have anything else, really. Damn. Yeah. They're kind of left alone. Um, well, shit. But, um... If only they did, they, it would have already happened by now. Exactly. Um, I do like the fact that Okay, I don't like the Ammo Squad, like, by themselves, but I think they work. I do like that they make them a part of the... T- instead of these, just, like, these new guys trying to take over. Yeah. And then they just prove they're better. And it's like, oh, no, they actually are getting help. Like, they they do work when they're getting help from them. And I, I do... I've grown to like the team, um, like, at, by the end of the movie. Yeah, it was one of those things where it's... It was better with them... In it, and it made more sense because it's like you motherfuckers are fifty years old, you can't do this shit alone anymore, and here's a team that's behind you, and it really helped out, especially for the finale where it made a lot of sense because without that team, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith would have been fucked. Uh, so it just all came together. A lot I was waiting for because I was like curious about was like, um, and uh, like I know in the second movie. Will Smith was dating Martin Lawrence's sister. Yeah. And I was like, wait, are you, are you guys going to drop a line where... They did. Yeah, and it, it took a while. I was like, are you going to mention that they broke up? Like, uh, like, uh, like, because uh, he was like, uh, Will Smith was... Well, it's been 17 still... years, so it's like, imagine how much pussy he's had between that and then. Yeah, like, I... You know? Because I, I've seen, I seen these movies just the other day. Yeah. I forget it. <laughs> I forget, like, it's supposed to be, like, real time apart. Exactly. Yeah. But I feel like the reference fit in because he was like wondering like what are you mad about? What are you upset about? Like what's up? Does that does a witness from the first Bad Boys movie does she ever come up in any way? No, not at all. Okay, so after that she just forgot. After that first, well, movie, she just Tia, uh, her name's Sarah, the actor's name is Tia Taylioni. 
And she's done a lot of other stuff outside of... She was like a secondary role back then, but now she's become like a pretty big actor, so I don't think she wanted to go back to this. Um, even if like she had a chance to. Um, the... Fuck, there was something else I wanted to bring up, but I couldn't... I don't... Good tea. Yeah, your shit tea. Um, oh, uh, the R rating used very well. Like, again, we talked about the shoot, all the shots, all the execution-style shots, like, all of the just constant death, all the blood, the gore, all that shit. Like, the R rating, you sometimes, it's like you push something to dark. I'd R. say the R rating is definitely used in all three movies. <laughs> yes. When you get Michael Bay, the R rating is like, yay! <laughs> right. Well, this one, right. But, you know, I've seen so many movies lately where it's like, here's an R rating, but you're not doing a lot with it. Outside of Deadpool, it's like you're not doing a lot with it. Here's the thing with, like, Michael Bay and R ratings. If you give him, like, a PG But this isn't Michael Bay. I know. Um, I was talking about in terms of, like, the other movies. Okay. But, like, if you you give Michael Bay, like, a a PG... uh, If you give Michael Bay a PG... There you go. Thank you, sir. If you give Michael Bay, like, a PG rating... Or um or a PG thirteen rating, I don't think it'll go as far as rated G. But like it's like you're giving him a recipe with like and you're giving him like the required ingredients and you said like, hey you can use this one cabinet if you need anything extra. When you give Michael Bay an R rating, you give him a recipe and then you say, Hey, you can use a whole kitchen. Yes. I think even I think Transformers proves that he just makes a kitchen out of whatever the fuck he has of PT thirteen though. <laughs> yeah. Like because it's, it's, he wants to go far so bad. Yeah, especially like you look at Transformers four. It's like what the fuck is this mess? But um, you give it like a you know, not even a, I'm not even saying it's a score like it's a good movie for you. It's a great movie for you. What do you put it? Pretty good. Oh, pretty pretty uh, like. It's a definitely above. It's way above okay. But like I'd say, it was a pretty good action movie. I had fun. I had fun. Um, <laughs> I would like a. It's not amazing. It didn't make the uh, first and second movie worth seeing. I if but if you haven't experienced any movie of this franchise, you can just go right to three. I can tell you that. Uh, Indeed. Uh, all in all, like. Uh, well, I'm I'm probably gonna rewatch future movies just because. Well, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ever really rewatching these movies ever. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I think it's a damn good movie. Um, I think it. Hopefully, we'll get a sequel. I'm very excited about it. Um, getting a sequel if it does. Um, hopefully quicker than usual. Hopefully we get one. Within five years, well, instead we, of like seven. Well, we eight. have to. These actors are getting old, and like there's like a constant threat of death on these actors every day. So yeah. it's like that's the thing about like live action, live action movies in general. If you want to make a sequel, you better do it like soon. You don't know when it's gonna be. The actor could either be too busy or they can pass away. So yeah, talking about that, I was trying to bring this up. Um, Rush Hour 3 came out August 10th, 2007. It is the final in the film set right now. It would only be 13 years after that movie came out if it was if it released now. If it started production two years it within now and came out two years from now, it would have been 15 years. That's still a smaller gap than the 17-year span between Bad Boys 2 and this movie. 
It's so the problem is, but the problem is Jackie Chan is sixty five. Chris Tucker is only forty eight, but oh, yeah. Jackie, Jackie Chan. Alive. Jackie Chan is sixty five years well, old. What is he doing? Um, I don't know. That's the but that's the thing is that you know it's like you're getting that window. He's still younger than Samuel Jackson. True, but Samuel Jackson is doing kicks and flips. That's the whole point of Rush Hour is the kicks, the flips, the fantastic spectacle. That was what was so cool, yes. and obviously the comedy. But the spectacle was what brought Rush that movie so damn good. Well. Yes, yes, it did. So, um, yeah, just in terms of another buddy cop movie set, Rush Hour Four. If they were to bring it out in the next two years, still would have been a, a shorter timeline than between Bad Boys 2 and the new release. Anyway. We'll be back after these messages. And now, back to our show. Um, let's get on to another Will Smith movie. Spies and Shark Tale! Practically. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Since the trailer released back in 2019, uh, there was just this impression that it wasn't going to be amazing. Uh, we had a little fear because, of course, you have this very cool spy concept and uh, you turn him into a bird. Turn yeah. him into a fucking bird, guys. And for the longest time, they didn't show any... The trailers didn't show any action of the bird. Yes. Um... And we learned and why did, because it's practically fucking nothing. Yeah, it, like it was like because like it was like okay, um, the stuff he's showing with the spy stuff is really cool, but show me some stuff with the bird. Like you can make it worth. You can make it like a. Uh, tell me why seeing this. I, it's like this concept is worth the movie. And that's where this movie fails. I like think. even the marketing team wasn't like wasn't so um, confident about the bird stuff. They kept spamming the. Uh, human Will Smith part. Yeah. What do you think of the movie? By the way, boy, before we talk about this, let's talk about the advertising. We are talking about the advertising, so I want to bring this up now. This suffers for me of the Bolt syndrome. And what, I, what I'm talking about with Bolt is the marketing pushed... I mean, yes! The bar, I love Bolt, by the way. It's my favorite movie only because of the first 10 minutes. I probably appreciate it more first, now. Yeah. But, um... But like, uh, it, but like back when I saw it, it was like a, it was a bummer, man. I, yeah, because, I was like, because you know why? This. Because the first ten minutes are <laughs> are some of the coolest fucking things in like Disney CG history up to that point. You know, it's a damn cool concept. You have a super dog. What are you gonna do with it? This is cool. You make the whole introduction storyline where he gets these superpowers. I'm hyped. I'm a kid. This is cool. You have a cool chase scene. All this shit. Awesome. You fucking blows away everything. They go to the airport, and then guess what? It's all fucking fake. It's when if, when we made Buzz Lightyear a dog. The movie. <laughs> and um, it's just Buzz Lightyear the dog. Not even. Is that what you call it? Is that what you think it is? I... Buzz Lightyear, he was trying to find himself in Toy Story. There's no... It's Buzz Lightyear. Oh. Buzz Lightyear out the Woody. The whole point of uh, Toy Story is Buzz Lightyear thinks yeah. he's what the... Uh, the um, I wouldn't even yeah. give it that much. I just think it's a fucking generic... I think it's just a generic-ass movie. That's not even as yes. good as Toy Story at all. I think it's just a generic-ass story. After, that, after those first 10 minutes, it's a generic-ass story, and it would have been way better if you prioritized what you started with. Same thing with Spies in Disguise. The marketing team pushed the spy concept, and it's great. I'll have to forget if that movie exists, too. Because I, like, um, Bolt. Because I think it was 
um, it's forgettable because yeah. the because again after the ten minutes there's no reason to watch this movie. It's basically as bad as any like average movie that like any like nut job. It's like practically as good as nut job to me. Outside of that, those first ten minutes. Yeah. There's no reason to watch it. You might as well forget it. Yeah, I'm not gonna rewatch. So it. don't don't rewatch it. Watch the watch the yeah. show on YouTube. It That's was, it. I was it was a bummer when I was a kid. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh my you know what was annoying by the way was. We got bald, and then like a couple months later, Disney made a live action dog movie called Underdog. That, where, was, that was the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I think it's the right and to it that. was a super dog. That isn't that a Hanna Barbera cartoon? I think I, I don't care. I just like I just it, you know how much it pissed me off. Where I, I was like, dude, you think, have a super yeah, dog under, movie. Underdog isn't the Disney property, so right. that was weird. But you know, it's like you you so you had you used the concept, you used the storyline in a live action movie, but you didn't in the animated I mean, movie. Patrick that was War cool. Burton was in there. Yeah, reason. yeah. But again, that, it, that, it was yeah. funny because even as a kid, I was like, I can tell when a dog was CG it was because clearly the real dog had a penis. <laughs> it's like when you see the CG dog, it's like, what the, the fuck? penis is gone. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> right. Jesus Christ, they neutered him in the fucking seat. <laughs> um, fuck, man. Why were you guys yeah, scared dude. to make a CG penis? It's natural. It's already <laughs> right there. Why are you afraid, guys? It's a kid's movie. Why are you scared? Like, God, I don't want to. I don't know if I want to go back to that era. That was when Disney was making G Force and all that shit. And Alvin and the Chipmunks was brand new. Wasn't G Force a reaction to Alvin and the Chipmunks? I don't fucking know. It was I like within the same circle time. Even as a kid, I thought that movie looked stupid. Dude, it was like Alvin and the Chipmunks, G Force, and Smurfs all came out. Like, God, I'm so glad we're in the present. What the we, fuck? We got the Sonic movie. What the fuck? You say there's o- It's over with. I, I'm good. All right, we got How to Train Your Dragon three that came out last year. We've got that the era of dumb talking animal movies is still. We I came from no, Doctor Doolittle. No, 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 no. We had smart talking animal movies. We had Zootopia, so we've passed that bar, and then we went. I back know to we dumb. have dumb CG. Whoa, the talking animal dude movies. You're talking about Norma the North, buddy. Live action. <laughs> Woody the Woodpecker. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that uh, anyway? Let's get that, that. That movie never even came to theaters. It didn't. Did yeah. you see In the America. dude? Did you see the John Tron thing on it? That was funny. What? Yeah. What's wait? Did John Tron do that or was it who did the who did that? Was it John? Tron? Um, I um I ate everything. Did a video on it. Um, I think it, there we go. I ate everything. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was like, like, shit. Here we. I gotta see that. Right. Yeah. My fault. Damn. Yeah, I'm excited. Dude, when it came back again, I was like, I gotta watch all these fuckers. Yeah, like, because he was gone, and now it's back, and, you know. Um, but anyway, Spies in Disguise, like, for story, though, tell me if you feel this way. I feel like this movie could have gone, like, you have, when you make the story, when you, when you have different story routes, and I'm guessing they had multiple story ideas, because you have a Will Smith-led movie where he's a spy. I feel like they had multiple story ideas that they could have gone down. One of these story ideas is the generic route, and the other is off the beaten path, but it's a better movie as a result. They took the generic route, and I think that's what generally we have here as a movie. Much like the animation in this movie, it's the story is soft. Yeah, like, I was hooked that first, what, um, five minutes, six minutes? Like, I, like, that action scene was really good, well animated. Yeah. Um, like, it, like, um, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just like, I was like up in my seat. I went like, you like the animation? What? Uh huh. You like the animation? The first six minutes, the spot, the Mission Impossible spy shit. Oh yeah. Like yeah. the first six minutes of it, that was awesome. That was some good ass animation, and I, it was like, I was just like at the blue sky booth, like. Hey, do you guys got any more of that stuff? I'll take another order. And I was like, um, now we're out. But, like, we do got some of this leftover Ice Age slapstick. Practically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I don't know. I feel like when I, as lo- the longer the action scene went on, and I think that's the only action scene in the entire movie. I know there's, like, something to the end, but it's more not really, like, an action scene and more it's, like a team-up. It's slapstick it's like from a there. team-up, yeah. No, it's, so like, it's, it's all the, slapstick from there. By the way, there's a trailer. There's a tra- there's stuff in the trailer that's not in this movie. Like, the whole building scene. Remember, he's in, the, he's in like, an actual building, and he flies in a downtown setting, like an urban setting. He's in an urban setting, and he's, fly- and he's like, flying with the wingsuit. But they don't have that. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. Anyway, though, um... The longer that I was watching that action scene, the more I kept thinking, man, could, could you imagine, like, the How to Train Your Dragon level detailed animation and how much better it could have looked and how much sharper it could have been with an... With, I don't know why they chose this, like, figurine style. To me, it kind of lessens the quality. Because, yes, in the hair you see it, in the water physics you see it, but in the characters they seem at times like they're from 2004. I think, like... You know what they mean? Yeah. You saw that, right? Like, it's not just me. It felt like they were from 2004. Even though the technology clearly was modern, it just looked like an older movie. I felt felt like the bird crap was in there just for the sake of not being generic, but, like, they should have just went, like, with a generic action movie, but it was just, like, all animated, and it was like, I would have been fine with that. Yeah. Just like a... Just like a... Just a James Bond... Will Smith, James Bond... uh, Entire movie about Will Smith, James Bond, but, like... It's just, like, all animated action, because there's still a lot of... The opening shows, there's still a lot of fun stuff you can do in animation that, like, you just, like, you can't really do with live action. Because, yeah. like, also, this is still a cartoony world. Yeah. So, character models can still, like, kind of uh, squatch and stretch or look funny looking. It's not... It's not... It's still, like, a... It's not entirely cartoony. It's still a down-to-earth cartoony. Yes. Uh, but, like, a... But still, it, it's, like... They can still have some fun with the animation while they do it. Yeah, let's. Um, I want to talk about Tom Holland's character. Um, he shoves the message down our throats that we shouldn't fight bad with bad. We should fight it with good. I think this is a crucial mistake, and why Incredibles is still the best, the best animated movie ever because it doesn't avoid that you have to fight bad with bad. You have yeah. to fight bad with. You have to. F- Fist, you have the fisticuffs with evil man. You can't like do soft shit. No, no, no. He he wants to solve problem. Not 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 fight bad with bad. You have to. I know. He, fight 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 problems without violence. Bad. Like, thank you. Like, but the thing. No, the thing was. It's such a soft. Like, what the it, fuck are no, you? No, because like, their example was Walt Smith. Walt Smith's character was just a mass murderer when it came to fighting fighting mooks, and it was like, that's it though. He's just like most of just a psychopath. He's just like he's just like a he's just a mass murderer when it comes to fighting moves. Okay, he just needs to. He I think he can still do the same things, just less casualties. Yeah. Wait. What are who are the main the villain? The uh, main the um um that's uh, Tom Holland's problem. Will Smith. Wait. What? That's that was that's his problem. Yeah. Because because that's because that's, he because he's just going. 
I don't know, like, Will Smith, by the way, Will Smith, like, is practically James Bond. James yes. Bond is there to limit the casualties. He's there to basically do it the swift, safest way possible without much, like, uh, worldwide reaction. Like, in you're doing it undercover, as much undercover as possible. That's why you bring in uh, Will Smith's character. And when so when Tom Holland's like, well, you have to fight, you have to fight in a like, fucking positive way, where the fuck the fucking memo was. It's like, dude, they are. I, yeah, I thought because the way the, it was like, handled here was because, like, like, really the, corny. Because the, mili- the military wasn't called in. It wasn't like the huge militia. It was like, just him. That's it. If you want something done in the least damaging way possible, you use him. And that's why he's the best. That's why everyone likes him. Because he's the best. Now, yeah. now when the, the thing the thing was like uh was the movie was trying to prove uh Tom Holland's point horribly. We were trying to prove Tom Holland's point, but like showing that Will Smith just when he when he um well with the only well the only the only mission you see him go on is that first six minutes is like it. when he when he um when he goes on his missions um he just explodes people a lot and it, and apparently that like. It's it's implied that he does that in all of his missions, where he just like, just like makes, just like a pretty much, ex- like yeah, kills a lot of people by exploding them a lot, and he likes explosions apparently. So yeah, there there are story points in here that it seems like the movie couldn't settle on. So the introduction of this entire movie is Tom Holland's mom or Tom Holland's character's mom talking to him, probably on the last day seasons. What it seems like because of course she dies. Uh, sometime, and it seems like, you know, we don't get any information about it, but, you know, she's like, keep doing it weird, keep being weird, you know, um, and he takes that, and so we have that plot point. Sometime later in the movie, we get Will Smith's character, and he clearly has emotions to the fact that he's like, I do this alone, right? He's like, I do this alone, he has a reaction backlash. So, there are a couple options you could have done for a deeper story. You could have developed Will Smith's character a little more in, instead of doing this weird subplot with Tom Holland's character. Or you could have developed Tom Holland's character more because, again, if he thinks you can solve everything in almost like a peaceful way, then where, like, again, he should have gone through elementary school, middle school, high school. It's, corny, like it's, yeah. it's It's as if he just avoided all of that and didn't get that at all. Because by the time he's an agent, he should have known you can't solve shit like that. Because, like, I, I, I wouldn't mind it, but it, I wouldn't mind if it was, like, kind of like going back to Bad Boys 3. If, it, like, if he was, like, if it was good cop, bad cop situation where he was the type of person that did stuff his way and Will Smith still explodes shit. But, like... No, he changes by the end of the movie. He changes the whole agency to start using his motto, um, just like just like solving solve, solving things without violence. And like a lot of a lot of pieces of media prove like just shows that, like um, if you leave, if you don't beat up the bad people, they're gonna they're, gonna, they're gonna come back to like most likely do worse or kill somebody you love. Yeah, and I don't know why this movie kept... Again, it's like... What well, best example? Who say, I know it's, like, super realistic, but still. Who saved Private Ryan? Yeah. Like, the, he left, like, the guy... Uh, one of the soldiers left, um, like... I Are guess, you talking about 1917? No. Who saved Private Ryan? Okay, Who saved Private Ryan? He, like, he like left one of the, um, like, Nazis? Was, was it in World War II? 
Are you talking about 1917 or Saving Private Ryan? Saving Private Ryan. I'm, I haven't seen it in long, like... Oh, fuck, like, never mind. I've like, seen it, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay, he left one of the enemies alive. Because he didn't want to kill him. And then, oh, well, I can talk about 1917. There you go. Yeah. He didn't, he, um. Because it's the same parallel. Yeah. He, well, yeah. He, like, he was he like, to rescue hey, let's, let, let's put it out of his misery. All right. And then, he, no, he was, he was like, nah, let's save him. And he was going to save him, and then he ends up killing him. Yeah. And so, I don't, it's, again, this is why Blue Sky is not Pixar. Because this story should have been fucking blocked the moment it was presented. This is a stupid concept that The Incredibles handles significantly better. You could have had a really good movie here. Like, there are moments where, like, okay, the main villain, right, who face shifts, right? There's a moment where, like, it's very Incredibles-esque. It's, a, it's essentially an inverse version of um, the plane scene with Violet and Dash yeah. and, um, and uh, the mom, uh, Elastigirl, when they're in the plane trying to get to find out what the fuck Mr. Incredible's doing. And Syndrome sees that there's a plane coming, and he's like, I'm just going to fire some fucking missiles. And you get the same fucking scene in this movie. You remember that scene? You remember the scene where it's like, where the bad guy fires missiles at the submarine that Tom Holland's in. Yeah. And he's and, and Will Smith's like, no, no, and does the same fucking shit. Oh, yeah. Same exact shit. Um, then there's another scene where... You know, um, you have the villain, you know, show his face or whatever, and it's like, oh, you were, you know, you did this to me because you came into my base. It's like, develop this. If you want a good movie, develop this. And don't focus on, like, the baby shit. But, again, Blue Sky wanted to do, wanted to do a baby story that won't matter in a year. Like, this is a movie that will be so fucking forgettable. That I want to rewatch it, but I definitely will not ever again. I won't either. Like fucking uh, I Jesus. I thought like even as as much as I agree, they dropped um, the fucking ball. <laughs> I'm sorry, like it just made me mad that they just go ahead. Damn, you needed. Go ahead. <laughs> I have a cow, man. God damn it. Go ahead. That's the end of the show. We did it. We finally did it. We had it. <laughs> Spits on laptop. I actually have a cow. <laughs> but um. I saw this on Christmas Day. Uh, I had nothing better to do. Because uh, holidays are meaningless to me now. But, uh, but, and I was like, uh, I loved the theater. I was like, eh, it was whatever. It, yeah. was, it was inoffensive. But, um, That's the problem. It was, um, I was <laughs> watching Shark Tale, except Oscar was a bird this time, instead, a bird of this time. Of a, instead of a fish. Um, and I don't really mind Shark Tale, but it's. It's stupid. Well, it's 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 no, Shark Tale is a better movie. At is least it, it goes all in on its fucking concept. True. This is fucking stupid. This was a waste of time. Like, legitimately. I'd say this had. I don't know, man. Uh, I, don't, I I can say this has more likable characters in Shark Tale. There's a lot of despicable people in Shark Tale. Yeah, I guess. Even Oscar himself is despicable. He's yeah, an asshole. I guess. Um, he's a gamble. He's a gambling addict. I don't know. It just felt like everyday shit. At, like with Shark Tale, just felt like okay, this is just real life, but with fish. So I didn't like they were assholes. I just felt like they were just people. Like if it was Baltimore, it's just Baltimore. If you go outside, it's just like Shark Tale. It's just Baltimore. To me, at least, we're kind of comparing. Like, well, right now we're just comparing Ratchet to most shit. So yeah, <laughs> but like. 
I, I don't know. This movie just... Like... And the, the thing was, the bird shit didn't matter in the end. You turned him into a bird. He, By the way, he turned into a bird. He wanted to turn back this entire time. And then Tom Holland is sad for like, oh, you, you want to turn back into a human? I'm sad you want to be a human again. Let him be a fucking human, man. Like, you turn... What the fuck are you goddamn upset about, bitch? Let him be a fucking human. Yeah. Why is that your fucking obsession? Fucking pigeons? It was funny. Like, it was it's funny. It's also weird that a pigeon wanted to fuck him. And then... When it was a female... And it turned out to be a female. It, he was a female, too? Like, what? Is this to reverse gender... I don't fucking I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, um... You know, it was funny, like, when we had the whole, when we had, like, the, the slapstick humor of the of the fat pigeon, like, smacking him around and shit, and he's like, uh, he's there, you know, did you remember the scene where they go up to the top of the hotel, and it's like, the dude's naked, so you see his butt cheeks? Yeah. 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 Um... Butts can be funny. They can it's be, like, it wasn't... It was just... It didn't really feel... I, I didn't see it as a... It didn't feel like cringing to me. It was just there. It was like, oh, okay, they put a butt joke in here. Whatever. Yeah. I, th- I, th- <sighs> I thought making the part where they make him, made him goopy was, like, pretty cool. I did. I like that concept. What was that? I thought the part where they made him goopy was pretty cool. You said goofy? Goopy. Oh, that. Yeah, that was like, okay, this is animation. You're You're doing it. All right. You understand now. <laughs> you know? Like it's this is probably Blue Sky's last movie because they're not needed as a company, you know, Disney has own I feel like they like I was thinking this in my head, I'm like, all right, they shut down Disney Toon Studios. These guys, because they're they're so fucking basic in their stories, they could just pick up the slack. Do you think they're gonna be Disney's illumination? Like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be the ones making out cheap cheap, stupid pictures. I'm being completely honest we- here, because they dropped the ball so bad on this. I would not be surprised if they just, if this move, if, like, they, they just end. Like, I don't think they deserve to, I don't know, like, they, this is a story where you should I think they're like, making, uh, I've, I read up somewhere, I think they're gonna make, like, an Ice Age series, or Disney Plus, probably. Okay. Or some kind of Ice Age related thing. Whatever. I, I just think, you know, like... It's, if this is the best you could have come up with and you've made Rio already, like, fucking Jesus, guys. Get a real storyboard set. Like Make another uh, Charlie Brown movie, why don't you? That was your best movie <laughs> yeah. in your entire lineage. And this isn't even better than Charlie Brown. And I was expecting maybe this would have been hopefully better. And then they delayed it to work on the anime. I thought that when they delayed it, they were going to work on some shit. They didn't. Even if, even like as much as I liked the first Ice Age as a kid, it was kind of a throwaway movie. Like, it, like you take that movie out of existence and it wouldn't change my life at all. Yeah. I mean... They come out the same time as Star Wars. What? Yeah, the prequels, Ice Age. They came out the same 2002. 2001, 2002. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Mark, it's been a while, but... Of course, there's trivia. This one's kind of simple. This one's kind of... Oh, well, I was going to get on another subject. Kind of su- yeah, but before, this is the subject that's in it. Oh, I thought so the trivia I, ends I looked, it, I looked it up very... No, it doesn't. I looked it up very quickly. Which movie... Made, which Will Smith animated movie made more money? A. 
this is only there's only two options: spies in disguise or B shark tail. <laughs> uh, C. Please not, Scotty. But <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shark Tale. Are you sure? Yes. You didn't see any of the articles? No. Oh, shit. Are you sure? <laughs> Is that your final fuck, answer? Oh, fuck, you're, you're, now you're trying to sell the, you're trying to sell the other answer to me. Fine, Spies in the Sky. No, it's not Spies in the Sky. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitch. <laughs> All right, just to tell you how bad this movie made it, Spies in Disguise has a $100 million budget. It, I think from what I'm aware, I think Shark Tale, yeah, made money. It did. Um, so it had a one hundred million dollar budget. The box office is only one hundred and fifty eight million dollars. It only made fifty eight million dollars. It's nowhere close to breaking even. So, yeah, this is a bomb. Because like my sisters loved it. Like everyone in school was talking about Shark Tale. I loved it as a kid. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, it, by it, the way, Shark Tale. I, by the way, Shark Tale seventy five million dollar budget, three hundred and sixty seven million dollar profit, or not profit, but box office. It was also coming at the coming after the Finding Nemo hype. I think it. Uh, it just it, followed. It came after like, like SpongeBob too, because everyone was loving starting loving fish animated fish all of a sudden. So. Yep, because Finding Nemo came out in what oh two. Oh three. Oh three. Yeah, Shark Tale, two thousand four. What's the SpongeBob movie? Two thousand four as well. Before Shark Tale. Or after. Uh, Shark Tale opened on September tenth, uh, October first, two thousand four, and SpongeBob was a summer movie. I can remember that. Okay, so like that yeah, was, that was everyone was starting to love animated fish around that time. Yeah. So, yep, that's the. Uh, Result. I think even Ice Age, the meltdown, right? Was wasn't the meltdown all water based too? Yeah. So everyone was kind of going in. Oh, there was no fish though. There was no th- true. There was no fish, but you know what I mean. Like it was hey, just got, like it was like, hey, we can do water physics now. What's everyone like? They like hey, water. All right. I know everyone's ahead of us, but like uh, we we just we got the technology to do water physics and now we can do it too. Yeah. You look back at that movie, the animation isn't good either. Like, not to keep hitting on Blue Sky, but the, the animation physics of the water, Jesus, they look so old now. Yes. Well, like, Jesus. yeah. Well, water and animation, um, and do, water and animation is a pain. Um, you know the movie Flushed Away? Yes. Um, they're, like, they're, like, one of the main reasons Ardman um, didn't, uh, they would have made it stop motion. But the one of the reasons they did it because it has water in it. Sounds and f- fucking terrible. <laughs> and they're not gonna even attempt no. to do water and fucking stop motion. No, that shit is already. Um, I know, like, fucking um, Waltz and Garment Curse of Rare Rabbit was already an achievement on its fucking own. Right. Um, because they uh, because the uh, the older shorts were a lot. They mostly can do stuff with it for like 30 minutes which is still a lot they were doing like with Wallace and Grumman they were doing shit for a whole movie just very long time yeah yeah, yeah. I mean it takes so much more work people don't really understand stop motion it takes so much more work even though hand drawn I would say equally both of them are just very long heavy stre- strenuous things to work on yeah cause even I say like even uh old Ardman back in the day, like, they, they did more, they did more with the stop motion than, they did more, uh, like, what was what the term I'm looking for? Um, it seemed like difficult stuff with a stop motion than, uh, 
just I guess focus trying picture, to just technical, the, trying to yeah, push the boundary. Then a focus, then some of focus picture stuff. Yeah. Um, you know the people who make uh box trolls, um, Kovu and stuff because Waltz and Grumman is like squash and stretch. Yes. Well, like a, uh, and but like because. Kobu and Paranorm, they just have they just to, keep it. They, they keep swap it, out yeah. the faces. Yes. They swap out the mouth, swap out the faces. Wallace and Grummet, they squatch and stretch all that shit. Right. Yeah, they. You know. It looks truly like it's made out of clay. You still, like it's cool. You can still see the fingerprints made of and stuff. Yeah, what's impressed? Yeah, I'm always impressed. I'm impressed with both studios, but you know, um, you Hardman is always legendary. That was why I think early pick, early man really disappointed me. That's why, just because it's like <sighs> the story didn't serve your animation quality. Like, you guys are so damn good. What are you doing with this and Also, the story? advertising didn't show anything about football. Soccer. It's just... That was such a fucking waste of time. Um, Sean, and, like, Shaun of Sheep didn't get a theatrical release. No. It was going... It was going to. It was... It was, um... It, it was teased... What's in that? No, that's just... Uh, it was teased, like, um, with Early Men, the trailer, but, like, it, uh, it never got a theoretical release over here. I think, like, Netflix took it, took the rights, so it's coming to Netflix. Front door closed. I saw it. It's on the bootleg cartoon sites already. I'm not surprised. So I might, I, I, I probably might watch it, like, either this week or next week. So yeah, streaming roles, I'm not surprised. Um, I love Sha- I love Shaman Sheep. I wish, I wish they would have gotten a theoretical release, but probably the, no studio wanted to Put the money into it. Yeah. Put yeah. the advertising money in. Yeah. Well, granted, uh, yeah, if it did come to theaters, it probably wouldn't be advertised anyway. So it's like, fuck it, the best, the best life it can have is just like release it digitally. Yeah, I mean, you know, Chicken Run Two is apparently coming out this year. I heard about, I heard about and that. And we it's, have nothing yet, but that's probably because they're deep dead. in work. That's dead, then. Or no, that, or no that I, like, I okay. doubt it's dead. They, they just need something to make a lot of money, and obviously a sequel to their best, to the best-selling uh, stop-motion feature film is going to bring money. I think they're just deep in work, and they don't have anything to show. It might come out in fall, but... Everyone who watched that movie is an adult now, though. It's gonna work. Incredibles worked. Incredibles 2 made more money than Incredibles 1. Yeah, you know. That's it. So it's not under Disney, so I don't know. If no, I don't gonna, think it has to be. Um, well, it's not. It's not gonna. I don't think. It's, I don't know if it's gonna get heavy advertisement. I, want I to, think it has to. I want, dude, it's I, chicken. I, dude, it's chicken. I wish. I wish success for Ardman. Yes. Um, I like. Well, I wish for success for anyone who does stop motion in general because that's such an art form. It's such a precious art form. I don't want to lose ever. Yeah, dude, Ardman can't get two bombs. I mean, you already had an early man. You can't do this one. Um, I know Lakia had um, done, what was that? The Missing Link, and that also bombed. So last year was not a good year. Uh, Yeah. You know, was not a good year for stop motion, but I think it's just because they had bad choices. I love the animation, but... They they went the wrong direction. Yeah, they make dry stories. I love, but I, I like the animation. Yeah. It's like they, they're mostly good when they're doing dark horror stuff. Dark horror, or just I don't know, just an interesting story. Yeah. But yes, dark horror is just where no, their success or is. Or comedy been. horror, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Coraline and Paranormal, like, is like very inspired by like Tim Burton's Nightmare. Yes. Uh, like Nightmare Before Christmas, kind of gothy. Front door 
a little bit of a corpse bride. Yeah. Mostly Nightmare for Christmas. That's it. Um, so, just to wrap up here. Oh, oh um, I was going to have another topic to talk about. No, we're not wrapping up. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, wrap up. I mean, like, Spies in Disguise is a terrible movie that no one should go still see. Honest. Oh, yeah. I just want to wrap that up. Uh, Spies in Disguise is a terrible movie no one should go see. It's fucking yeah, worthless. It's, it's pointless. It's a whatever movie, but you don't have to go see it. It could have been good, but it's not. So You're going to watch it. the uh, first Ice Age again. That's fine. Right. If you want to watch Blue... If you want to watch Blue Sky, we we'll watch Charlie Brown three times. Right. Wait. In the same week. That's a good movie. It wait, deserves wait, more respect. Wait, wait, wait. But yes, that, that movie deserves more respect um, than it already has. Yeah. Um, what did you want to talk about? Um, I rewatched the first Toy Story today. I haven't seen Toy Story 1 since... 2011? Vietnam. 2012? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Flashbacks. <laughs> but yeah, no, I haven't seen it in forever, man. What do you think about it now? It's been 25 years. Jesus, it's deeper than I remember. Because um, now if I had to make like a a scale of best, of, of best to least best, it's like none of them are bad. Like best, least best Toy Story movies. It goes from like, two, I still love the fuck out of two. Then one. One is in the second place. Then it's three and then it's four. Because, well, I, three is after one because. Um, you can't get. you. It's like three, three is the combination of both, those those first two. Three stabbed me in the heart. Three, like, fucking, like, slapped me in the face repeatedly. And kicked, ev- everyone. Slapped me in the it. face repeatedly and kicked me in the nuts. Um, uh, four uh, only kicked me in the stomach. It, like, it, it, it seemed like it was aiming for the nuts, but it didn't quite hit there. But it, it still. It's st- I still felt something, you know. Right. I just love the you know the dolls. I love the concepts. Yes. That's what I love about four. I don't think it's a better ver. I don't think it's a better movie than three. Um, I put it. I put it as a tie if I were to, to rank. Um, just in terms of favorite movies, I'd put three at number one. Um, I'd put the original Toy Story at number two, and then. Two and four are, like, fighting for third place. Like, I think they're both equal to me because I don't, you know. Also, fuck Disney because they, um, I was watching it on Disney Plus and they replaced all the unique Disney castles with their fucking new one for all the old movies. The CG one? Yeah, the new, the CG one. You don't have, fuck. you don't have the, you don't have the funny, yeah. you also don't have the epic Pixar da-da. music. Da-da. 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 Uh, you're, we're out of sync. Uh, let me just do it. Let me just do it. Dunna, 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 nana, dunna, dunna, dunna. You're out of sync. I was on sync, motherfucker. You're throwing fucking. But no, they replaced it with the new one. Where it's like, do do do. If you wish upon a star. Yes. And it's like, no. Cause like I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I I went to I just clicked on all the Pixar movies and like they all replaced the castle. I don't get why you would do that. I really don't. Like it, you don't need to synchronize when you already have the Disney logo. There's nothing on wrong it. with it. It was timeless. It was fine. I mean, like you know, um, I don't mind the new one. I actually I remember being when I, being a kid. 
and seeing it transition to the new one. And I thought it was great, but I like the old ones as they were. I like what, like, I, uh, I like, because uh, back in the day, it was like, I like what some movies did, because it was a surprise sometimes, kind of like the 20th Century Fox novel, where we're like, some movies were like play around with it. Yeah, there'd be there, snow. There'd be the the Simpsons movie, of course. Was with the, the dude was yeah. the kid? You know, I think it was Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Ralph in the in the in the in the, um, in the circle. Yeah, or the zero. But yeah, yeah. Um, like with the Disney one, it's like Pixar have their own one. Teachers Pet had their own weird castle. Um, Recess Gang would would play the kazoo's around the castle for Recess schools out. It's like sometimes yeah, they, they, they would do fun stuff at the castle. And it's like I mean, Atlantis has one of my favorite ones where it just starts in this marine-ish looking grim moment. You can finally watch Atlantis now. Shut the fuck up. No, yeah. you're gonna watch Atlantis whenever the fuck you get a chance. Watch. Put that motherfucker on your list. Finally, I need you to fucking watch it, man, so we can talk about this. Is it on? Is it on Disney Plus? I don't fucking no. I don't have it. Yeah, you, don't don't have, have, you don't have internet, period. Yeah, I've yeah. I want to see if they replace the castle with Landis. I'm gonna laugh. At I'm, I no, I guarantee they probably replaced it, but I don't know how they would do that because it it you know it's tied to the intro. Here it is, last here it is last last empire. Here we go. Can you play? Yeah, can we're we just? About, we're about to see. We're about to see. Shut the fuck up. All right, we gotta. Let's see what the fuck. Yes, they kept it. My God. Oh, okay. All right, good. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my Pixar one though. That, dude, I can't believe give they got rid of all Give it to one movie at least. Jesus. Just but, as like a moment, just as a historic type of thing. Like, I just don't get why you draw it. I also love the old, I also want, love the one from the old movies because it puts me in the vibe. I like seeing that. That little yeah. whistle. Yes. Like, keep the new castle to the new movies. Uh, what's funny is they even shoved it in front of Nightmare Before Christmas because Nightmare Before Christmas it wasn't associated with Disney at first. It was, they gave it the uh, Touchstone logo, right? But it's like uh, pass it off. We don't want to. We don't know if this is going to do well, so we're just going. We well, we don't want to associate with our brand. It's too dark for a Disney. Movie. That's right. Yeah, that was. But funny. now it's like, but now Disney's like, we made this. We made this. Was Disney? This is Disney. That logo, that intro is becoming so corporate. That it's kind of disgusting. It's getting a little bad. Like before, they might as well put the Disney logo on the Marvel, yeah. on the fucking Star Wars. You might as well. No, they point. might as well put it in front of Kill Bill and <laughs> and uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, because <laughs> those are from Touchstone. Fucking that. Those are Disney movies, by the way. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Just put put it put it in front of Simpsons every episode. He, but he should be. Um, <laughs> uh, Pulp Fiction, like Kill Bill or Pulp Fiction, should be a part of the next Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Um, Toy Story, though. But, yeah, Toy Story. Um, you said it was dark, oh, for, deeper than you were... Yeah, uh, first thing I want to mention is um, when Buzz when Buzz gets out of his uh, set, when he first sees Woody, he's, like, pointing his laser at him. Yeah. The real Buzz Lightyear in that fiction isn't that hostile. Because you see in the show... Right. It, like... Buzz wouldn't, like... He wouldn't go out and essentially kill, kill someone. Yeah, like, first thing, first, first, like, even a, even if he gets surprised, he wouldn't, the first thing he wouldn't do is kill no. the creature. So it's, so it's like, well, I know that the cartoon didn't exist yet. But, it, but still. It, it's just a funny, it's just a funny little nerdy nitpick thing. <laughs> but, like, any, but, like, anyway, like, uh, like, this, like, uh, this movie's good because it's, it's a mash of different tones because at, at one point it's like a 
it becomes a horror movie. It's yes. when you get to Sid's house. Oh my god! Because like the atmosphere is there, and it's also like what Buzz goes through is pretty fucking dark because he um he he goes from he he comes from a an extreme existential an existential crisis. existential crisis. Then he goes into suicidal depression because. Um, he, I say suicidal because when um, there's a moment where like Sid's coming and Woody's trying to carry him, like, come on, come on, Buzz, move, and he's like, and he's just like, so he's just like yeah. says, fuck, and he just leaves him there in the middle of the floor, right? Because like Buzz just like lent, just like let him. It's just like I'm out. Yeah, yeah. And then he, then he gets drunk off of like imaginary tea. <laughs> so like he he has he had extreme depression. Yes. Was okay, so it's been so long. Pizza Planet is in the first one, right? Yep. Pizza Planet was in the first one. Yes. Going to the arcade was the first one. They find him in the crane machine. Because the second. Remember, one, cool double prizes. Thank you. Yeah, no, dude, I you, you don't know how. So this is how again. Is that real attraction at Disney Mark, World? It better be. Mark, it's been so long since I've seen both one and two that I just look them together. Um, I don't think they go to Pizza Planet in the second one. They go to the, no, they 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 are, they go to Alice Toy Bar. It's split, yeah. That's why, because it's all primarily that you know Woody is taken to the fucking toy to the place to the dude's house, and then you go to the toy barn, and that's the main movie. That's the main motion. That's the entirety of the movie, essentially. Um, the original Toy Story, though, you have a lot of destinations. Uh, Disney World has a Pizza Planet, but it's just a restaurant. It's not really an arcade. It's not an arcade. No, I, uh, I'm looking for it. Let me look at videos. Fuck it. Toy Story Restaurant full. <laughs> Fucking old man. When I saw the pizza, I was like, that is not. <laughs> that is not pizza. Now order from Pete's Planet. Huh. Oh, Why did Justin. you get a medieval times when Justin works? Yeah. <laughs> Justin in the background, you can see him right it's there. It's very ironic. Pizza Planet, better place. Here we go. That's one of those people that just constantly wiggles over the logo set for 17 minutes. Okay. That's uh, not. A one-to-one creation of the movie. Yeah, I'm guessing it's a pretty small shop in comparison. Yeah, it doesn't have the same atmosphere as the movie. Nah, it's just... Yeah, because it was bright. It was bright at the... Wasn't it? Yeah, um, Pizza Planet was more darker. It was darker. I thought, and it was, but it, it, was a ch- it was more of a Chuck E. Cheese. It was, right. yeah, it was a Chuck E. Cheese. Just everything was space-themed. Yeah. I don't have much to say about the movie just because it's been too long since I've. I can last say the his, I can say the history is interesting. The history. Um. Or are you just talking about the significance of it being the first Pixar movie in the in the the animation itself, the quality of the animation, the characters, the story, everything about it? Is that what you mean by that, or something different? Well, um, that and like, um, I remember major, uh, it. Like, this movie was, like... There was times where this movie was, like, in its history of being made. It was, like, going to happen, and then, like, it wasn't. 
Because they had like a they had a weird relationship with Disney, and it wasn't really a good one until they bought them. Kind of like uh, like the only like the only reason Disney and Pixar started working together is because they had like a digital coloring program for them. Well, to yeah, use. because I mean that Little Mermaid was the first time they worked together. Yeah. And they wouldn't barely fun. They wouldn't barely funny in their shit until like. So it was proven that it was a monetary success. Yes, which and was, like which Steve, jo- Steve John was the one keeping them alive for most most time. Right. Um, and John Lasser got fired for a really good looking animation test. Holy shit! Uh, for where the I was wild about to say he didn't get fired for that sexual stuff. No, no that came fired for that came years later. Right. Yeah. Um. But like there was this like really good an- like uh, there was this really good animation test for where the wild things are. I'm gonna show you because it's like it's less than a minute long. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Let me stop this. There you go. Yeah, it was like Gumball for Gumball, just like these two D. Characters in like a three D three dimensional world. Yeah, that I, uh, like that's cool. impressive. Right. Yeah, yeah on your staff. There you go. Um, but yeah, it was like the, the, he John Lasseter showed Disney that impressive animation test, and they were like, um, "You sort of made this without our permission, and you kind um, of wasted money, money and resources." So yeah, get the fuck out. Jesus, we don't care. Fuck. That and like the um. There were there were certain like uh, weird things of like the film was gonna be like, but Woody was meant to be the villain. Oh shit! Yes, yeah, so they had a Black Friday like they call a real Black Friday reel, and I have somebody on YouTube reanimated that. So yeah, I guess you can pause the podcast again. Oh my go. god! Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know that. What was the title of that? A uh, Black Friday reel is because the they showed him. Was... Uh, showed him on the night of Black Friday. It was same. I think the same thing happened with uh, Aladdin. It was show. They was so. They showed like um, uh, the uh, executive Disney. The executives of Disney. Uh, the uh, a storyboard on the weekend of Black Friday. Okay. Uh, yeah, just see how the film would. Just see how the film. The atmosphere of the film would be yeah. before they start animating it. Yeah, that's a completely different route that would have been taken, but it still feels like the soul of Toy Story. Like, all the characters still feel, outside of Woody and what he did, you know, it still feels like the soul of Toy Story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everything else still feels so well-established. Because they brought that to Katzenberg, I think, who was in charge of shit. Yeah, I, he, I don't know what He must not have left for DreamWorks at that point yet, though. Yeah. He, um, it, like, um, and, like... I think they told him to do some of the stuff they did in that st- story reel, and when they brought it to him, it was like, I don't like it. Even though they t- they told him to do some of that stuff anyway. Fucking Christ. Executive management. Yes. <sighs> Jesus. Well, like, though, that would have been a much different movie if, like, Woody was evil. Significantly. You can still, you can still feel it in some of the original school. Like, there's, like, like uh, and and the, and the in the movie the way it is now there are some parts where like Woody is um 
it like not rude, but like he, he, all, does, he does get he does get angry, and you can right. you can still see like I guess some of that is still in there. He's obviously debating with his conscience. Yeah, <laughs> he's obviously you know split down the middle at that point. Um, yeah, you know Toy Story. I haven't seen it for a while, but it's clear that it's one of the more timeless. It is one of the most timeless animated films in the history of animation. Um, obviously, CG animation has aged. Uh, it's not as new as it was back then. Um, of course, it was a breakthrough when they debuted that. But Disney wanted to be you know. a musical, um, and like they debated on that. Um, so they hit a middle ground where it was like, okay, instead of characters diegetically singing, we're we're just going to have Randy Newman. Uh, <laughs> You've got <laughs> having montages in between, and right. we're just like seeing what ha- like seeing what's happening on screen. Uh, yeah. The Family Guy does that joke where it's like, "Hey, it's Randy Newman," and Randy Newman's just literally singing hey. what he's seeing. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's so special. Pixar is so special. If you told me, you know, in like '95, they would first release the, they'd make their first movie debut '95, and then. Less than a decade later, I think it was 2004, of course, Incredibles. It's like within 10 years, you now have made not only Toy Story, which is timeless, but Incredibles, which is one of the best animated movies in history. Um, and one of the best stories, out, like animation or not, one of the best stories ever told. You know, that is truly special. That is fantastic. They also so. had like a shitty contract with Disney. It was like... um like they Disney Disney's contract was like okay we you have a we have a three movie deal, um you gotta make us three you gotta th- make three movies for us, but we get to keep all the rights to your characters, um we um we can we can make sequels to these movies without you so we can make a Toy Story two if we wanted, um and you don't have to be involved in Points. it all and we can sh- Points. and we can <laughs> we can shut down these movies anytime like if we feel like it. Not surprising. I mean, you know, obviously Pixar is more of a force than... Pixar and the mindshare of society is so strong that it would be a mistake for Disney to pull any any move like yeah, that. Yeah, they had a heart law hush of Disney. Maybe because it's around a time like Disney... Um, the Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. it, I mean, it, was, the- it was before the Renaissance when there was like a... Trying to... Um, when they were like back and forth with Pixar... In the about? early days, oh, like eighty nine. You're talking about eighty nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes well, sense. it's still in the, it was still in the production, like of so Toy so. Story being. Well, that made. was the heart of the Renaissance, though. You're talking Aladdin, Lion King. Uh, it was ninety two, ninety three. I thought um, Little Memory was the start of it. Well, that was eighty nine, but it ran pretty far, you know, through the nineties and then wrapped up was ninety seven, ninety eight. Um, um so. but still, it was still Pixar wasn't production for a long time, if I remember. Right. Oh shit! I keep rocking back. Yeah. Um, but Pixar, like, I mean, yeah, Toy Story was in production for a long time, so I remember there was still like a lot of trouble because it was still the middle of the like, still like, um, not in the middle. It was the big like before and a little bit before and beginning of the Renaissance, right? And Disney was even starting to lose faith in animated movies. Well, yeah, of course. Well, that was again. That was more of the drawdown. The which one, CG or just hand drawn animated. And drawn, period. Well, that was the 2000s, right? Are you talking about 86, 84 kind of thing? Cause, I'm because, still like, I mean, yeah, talk, we're still 80, talking about the 80s. Okay, because, 
Okay, because you, you, when you said ninety, when you said ninety, I was confused. It, of course, eighties it wasn't good for before Disney Little Mermaid. Before Little Mermaid made a big hit, right. and like and, everything, about, and everything afterwards, Disney was starting to lose faith in animation. Right. I mean, it was Who Framed Roger Rabbit really kickstarting it, and then well, just is the it's sort no. of the the forgotten Kickstarter of it all because it made so much money that yes. it was like all right, we can kind of well, it was Steven Spielberg. Just like Tim Burton, you don't say no to Steven Spielberg. Right, yeah. um, and he, of course, he made that, because he worked yeah. on he did the work on um, Roger Rabbit, but also on um, was it was it all dogs go to not all dogs go to heaven uh, the rival um, Land Before Time. So you had these two go head to head, but he he was working on both. Spielberg is you know just a bigger big force yeah. as well, so. So it was uh, Tim Burton uh, at the time because he like he um, Disney wouldn't usually have movie let movies get made like out from the outside. It was like they usually would like to do it all in house. Oh yeah, but like with Tim Burton, it was like uh, oh, we don't want to say no to Tim Burton, so they let him do his Nightmare for Christmas shit anyway. And it's again another timeless film. Yeah, Disney's got it all, unfortunately, locked away. Oh yeah, they don't. <laughs> they don't take risks. They make other people take the risk for them, and then they buy them. That's it. Yep. Very scary. But uh, but hey, uh, they got a good ass IP, so I can't like I can't be against them too much. They bought them. Literally all. can't be against They're them gonna because bu- they they have everything. They have. <laughs> They're gonna buy this podcast eventually. Yeah. If it's good enough for them. Exactly. Yeah. So I think <laughs> this wraps it. Going for about an hour forty-seven. Not bad. Yeah. Pretty cool. Nice podcast, uh, guys. It's the uh, worst one yet. And like we're we're doing good. We're, like we're making it. We're making our mission to make every podcast worse than the last. And I, I like think that. we've been consistent. I like that. Yeah, it's a great mission. Fuck you all. You've been. <laughs> <laughs> but um, of course, find Mark at Canine Biscuits on YouTube. Find me at at Democracy. And once again, um, more videos are actually going to happen this time. Yes, indeed. And um, of course, you can find this on podcast services, specifically Castbox. Always subscribe for the latest uploads. We're trying to get to other places. And, uh, please rate and review. Thank you, guys. Stay tuned for more. Logging out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>